ever tried to shorten your horse's stride and trot? Perhaps you were looking for more collection or perhaps simply wherever you were riding you needed a shorter stride to navigate a better path. But for whatever reason, when you asked for the shortening, did you find that rather than your horse remaining in this nice trot and just covering less ground, the trot kind of very quickly transformed into a choppy on the forehand shuffle. Yep. Well guys, this week we are going to be talking about how you can begin using exercises with your horse to start shortening your horse's stride in the trot. Hi there, my name is Lorna. I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where every week we choose a different topic to do with riding and we go into, well, all sorts of in-depth details and information on it. The Monday lesson, this lesson, we uh, have a basic overview. We explain what it is, what we're doing, what we're trying to achieve, what we shouldn't be doing and all the, the rights and the wrongs of the situation. And then of course on Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays, we actually step by step go through it. You can pop the phone into your pocket while you're on your horse and listen while you're riding. So as you get an actual horse riding lesson um, of how to achieve that particular movement while you're on your horse uh, throughout that week. So I will let you know more details a little bit later how you can get your hands on all the rest of the lessons for this week and not only that, um, all the other lessons there as well, they're all inside of it. But back to today and as I said we want to talk about shortening the horse's stride in trot. Now I mentioned just there that the shuffle is sometimes what ends up happening when we ask for the shortened stride. And I think very often the shuffle happens because it's a lack of preparation in the horse's actual training, but it's also a lack of preparation on the rider's part for setting up the actual transition within the trot itself. And of course, shortening the stride or lengthening the stride is a transition. It's a change in how you're going. You're remaining in the same gait, in this case trot, but you are changing how the horse is going. So it has to be viewed as a transition and sometimes we don't. We see it as the same thing and we kind of just rush from one to the other. So it's really important in your head, first and foremost, that you break it, that you say, okay, so I'm working, I'm going from working trot into a more collected trot. Now, I am not exclusively talking here about collected trot. I'm rather talking about the horse and the rider being able to make adjustments within the trot gait itself, okay? So either way, when your horse shortens the stride in the trot, he should continue to move forward and he should move forward in a rhythmic and a balanced way. So ideally what you want is that his front end, is going to lighten a little as his hindquarters comes just fractionally more underneath him. And the hindquarters is going to carry a little bit more of the weight, of course, as the front end lightens. But he's also going to work in a consistent contact all the time as well. Now, because of this shift in, I suppose, the weight distribution of your horse, your horse is going to have to actually physically develop muscles and strength in order to carry this weight differently. And that's why sometimes when we introduce shortening um, the first time, it's important to only do so for very, very short periods and then allowing your horse to move forward again at the usual working trot. Because what'll happen is it's, it's very tiring on him and also it can lead to injuries as well. And not only that, he'll begin, if he feels he can't do it, which he won't be able to initially because he has to actually physically get strong enough, um, he's going to look at ways of evading and that's where you're going to actually end up creating problems initially. So when we're talking about this moving forward, 
If you could imagine that with every stride, there's a certain amount of energy has to go into that stride. And if you're moving forward, let's say in working trot to begin with, you have a certain amount, a certain amount of energy is being created there every single stride, the hindquarters, every time the hind leg pushes off, you've got this energy. Now, I want you to think that whether you're shortening or lengthening a stride um, in the trot, so we'll use trot, we're talking about trot, Think about that the level of energy remains the same. It's just the degree of movement or the degree of stretching that your horse is going to do through his body and through his legs that is going to change, okay? So the energy levels, a lot of people get confused. They think when they're shortening a stride, they need to almost slow down. And that's not true, okay? You want to keep that lovely consistent rhythm, the consistent tempo. It's just that your horse is going to cover less ground with each stride, okay? So in order to continue to maintain that, that rhythm and the forwardness and the balance, if you think about it, when he's shortening your stride, he's actually going to lift his legs up more then stretch them out more, okay? Now, I'm not talking about he's going to lift his legs very, very high here, but it's just that the same amount of energy has to go into the stride. It's just that that energy then is not being used to stretch his legs out more to cover more ground. Exactly the opposite. The energy is going to be there. So he'll either pause in the air and put his foot down or he lift his legs higher and put his foot down. But either way, the energy stays the same. Now, um, I mentioned the shuffle at the very beginning and the shuffle is the big boo-boo for uh, shortening a stride. So what's a shuffle? Think of this yourself. Think of when you're on the ground and if you're walking there and you begin to shuffle your feet, okay? So you would drag them, you'd kind of scuff them along the ground. Well, horses will do the same if that energy is lost, okay? So if that forwardness, so we're always talking about your horse wants to move forward and that is essentially energy, okay? That's what, what we're talking about when we're, to when we're talking riding. But that energy or that forwardness, if it's not present, your horse is going to start shuffling. So he'll start dragging his feet. He's not really lifting them. In fact, the whole movement, if you can imagine, from the trot is going to be lost, okay? So if you rather think about the correct shortening of the stride, the hooves are definitely going to lift, just like in your normal working trot, okay? And the time, they're going to be keeping time, okay? So think about this, we want to remain consistent through the tempo and the rhythm. So the hooves are going to be keeping time with the trot that was being ridden previously before that transition or that adjustment into the shortened stride. They'll simply, as I said, hold themselves in the air longer or they'll lift themselves a little bit higher, okay? But either way, that takes a lot of physical strength and you can try this yourself. Get on the ground, do your very own trot and then begin to shorten the strides without shuffling. And you'll find that it is tiring. Trotting, trotting, I'm saying trotting using air quotations, um, on the ground ourselves with our own two feet is pretty easy. And it's kind of, you know, you can travel that way for quite a bit. It feels good, you're not too much, not very taxing on the body. But as soon as you begin to shorten the stride without shuffling, you'll notice that, uh-oh, now this gets a little bit more difficult. And you actually, you can feel that not only through your legs, but also through your back and your tummy, your core, you're having to put a greater effort into lifting your legs and keeping time. And this is the same for your horse. So we spoke about your horse having to develop, okay? Really, really important. Because remember, in order to continue with the forwardness, he needs to make sure that his 
legs and his feet are coming into the correct position with every stride so as he can push off into the next stride okay so your horse has to move forward we've said this we've mentioned it a lot okay but not only that he has to be propelling himself from behind so we all know that this energy is created behind with our horse in the hind quarters and sometimes what ends up happening is that energy is not then allowed to move through the horse and to connect with the front end and a lot of the time this is to do with the rider's position and particularly when riders are asking their horses to shorten the stride so you'll get that very often riders will almost bear down or they'll sit very very heavy in the saddle and they're doing it to force the horse to shorten the stride now the downside of this is that what's going to happen is the horse is actually going to hollow his back out away from this very uncomfortable weight of the rider his head and neck are going to come a little bit higher and basically the long and the short is that his hind quarters literally get left behind as he's trotting along and what ends up happening is he's totally on the forehand he's pulling himself he's in front wheel drive he's pulling himself along with his shoulders okay this is not and he ends up with the shuffle of course this is not a shortening of the stride now the same can be said for a rider that overly uses their hands or their contact uh, again either the horse is going to raise its head and neck to try and get away from it or he's going to pull into it so he's going to really begin leaning on the rider but either way it's going to result in that energy that energy just should be connected from the hindquarters through the back into the the front end it's going to end up with it being disconnected and you're going to basically end up with all the energy falling out through the back okay now another thing that sometimes riders tend to do is that they become very stiff so they think of this half halt and rather than it being very subtle which is what it should be it should be just a very very slight movement um, and a slight conversation like a secret conversation between you and your horse they become very stiff through their body to stop the forward movement sometimes even to the point where they collapse down through their back so they'll actually become very very heavy um onto their pelvis uh, pelvic area if you can imagine they're kind of just collapse the whole upper body that that area around the rib cage is no longer supporting the rider at all okay I want you to rather think of mentally shortening the stride and not only that that you're all the time in the best possible position to allow your horse to remain balanced underneath you so obviously you'd use your half halt but rather than thinking of a slow think of like a steady okay and a steadying movement through your seat and all the while really really important you need to keep communicating through your leg that your horse must continue to move forward and this is where this blocking or this stiffness or this bearing down it stops that forward movement remember your horse has to keep moving forward okay so it's more of a steady kind of a movement you want to think instead of thinking slow or instead of thinking whoa or any of that think steady because that's all you're doing you're kind of saying it's like a half possible okay but we're going forward but it's just a it's a postponement it's a just wait there a second and then we're going to move forward again so rather think of that and all the while then keeping your leg on just so as your horse is actually moving forward as well so we mentioned back at the very beginning that there are a few prerequisites for the rider as well and this independent seat is one of them and the reason is is that because when you're asking for the shortening in the trot that moment of suspension can sometimes become a little bit longer and if you're very stiff or if you're depending on your horse for balance or whatever the case is you're going to actually end up getting bounced out of the saddle now 
The reason I would suggest starting with shortening your strides in the trot is because of that moment of suspension. Um, normally, when we're starting with anything with horses, I'd always suggest go with the walk. And the majority of the time, that's true. But for now, I would say the trot, the walk doesn't have a moment of suspension. The walk can end up becoming very sticky and very shuffly very quickly. Whereas the trot, it's kind of more naturally forward. So you have a better chance of keeping that forwardness going all the while and then also asking for the shortening of the stride. So I would suggest that. I would also suggest starting maybe on a circle. And then, as I said, just a few strides at a time. And then as you continue on, you can begin to build it up longer and longer and longer. But keep in mind that your horse has to have the physical ability to carry himself correctly before he can begin working like this in prolonged periods. And then also keep in mind that when you're asking initially, shorter can be by an inch or two. People tend to want to, um, I don't know, go from having this big long stride to this really short stride and they get so upset when they don't achieve that. But rather think of it as very, very gradual, kind of little increments that you're very slowly, slowly learning you and your horse how to rebalance yourself in this new way of going, but all the while doing it correctly, keeping the forwardness, keeping the balance, keeping the rhythm, um, keeping the straightness through the body, all these different things that then eventually you, can, you have the actual strength because you're doing it correctly from the get-go, even just for short periods, that you can build that up to actually truly being able to shorten the stride for a longer period of time. So think of small little little movements and small little shortening that'll get you there so all the while just keep in mind that you are allowing him to continue moving himself and to allowing him to continue to trot you're not trying to block you're not trying to sit down and bear down and be heavy you want to sit there lovely and light and just allowing your horse to slow things down guys this week on daily strides we're going to be going through this step by step uh, tuesday wednesday thursday and friday if you would like to join us and listen to all the lessons, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. And as I mentioned in there, not only will you get this week's lessons, but you'll also get all of the past lessons as well. And there are lots and lots. Have a really, really awesome week. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.